Hi, friends. Welcome to the What You Know About Wellness podcast. Once again, we're cranking through some episodes here. Although I know I took a week off and now I'm back. You're welcome. Um, I apologize for the delay. It's been quite a month or so um, with summer being, you know, in full swing and just, you know, running a business and working a second job. I've just been super, super busy. So thanks for hanging in there. And I'm really excited to give you guys another, you know, episode here of this podcast. And I thought this one would be kind of an interesting one in the fact that I'm going solo and I'm actually going to talk a little bit about my history and kind of how I went about my really big weight loss and my life changes and what that all entailed um, as a way to kind of connect with you guys and kind of share my story so you know kind of where I'm coming from and why, you know, me talking about these things are actually semi-valid. So yeah, I'm going to kind of go without notes and just see kind of what comes up and share what feels good on my heart and we'll go from there. Um. So for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you probably saw the other day I posted kind of a vulnerable post and I usually don't share a lot about my body. It's really not my gig. I don't post a lot of pictures of myself on my Instagram, especially when it, you know, talks about weight loss. And I think there's like a part of me that's a little bit embarrassed about, you know, being in the place I was about a year or so ago. Um, but there's also a really big part of me that's really, really proud of how far I've come as a, as a person. And, you know, this, I just want to make this known too. this change that I went through really isn't just surface level in the sense that it's not just the external pieces of my body that changed. I changed my mindset. I changed a lot of eating habits and practices in my life that in turn, you know, translated to this really big physical change. So I want that to just be kind of in the back of your mind here that, you know, as I'm sharing these things, this is by no means me like fat shaming or being, you know, like judgmental about anything because, you know, our bodies do a lot of work for us and they come in all different shapes, sizes, colors, polka dots, maybe not. Well, you know, we're all so different and, you know, what works for my body again is may not work for you and that's okay. But that's, I think, where part of like my job kind of comes in is, you know, helping you kind of find those things and become exactly the best version of you, kind of like my business is named. So I think, you know, with that being said, this was a really big physical change. And I think that helped a lot of the mental situation as well. And I think they go so hand in hand. It's really not like, oh, yeah, my body changed. And that was that. It was like there was a lot of different like pieces and parts that that fell together. Um, so about a year ago is when I started this journey. It was probably about the beginning of June, actually, if I had to guess. So it's been about, you know, a year and a month and to kind of throw it out there, I've lost about 35 pounds and I've lost a lot of negative self-talk. I've lost a lot of pessimism. I've lost so many negative things that contributed to my health and my wellness and, with that, I gained a lot as well. So, you know, I went through a lot of mental changes first. I think that was a really big thing for me was really becoming okay with the fact that it was all right to make changes and to learn and to grow and to look different and feel different. And, 
you know, that I wasn't stuck in this place. And I think that that's a really big thing that we, we don't talk about enough as coaches is that it's okay to feel like, you know, that it's like change is scary. And I totally felt that, that I was like, there's no way this is what I'm destined to look like and to feel like, and this is just kind of it. And especially when you have a chronic disease, I think a lot of us especially tend to fall in that, like I'm stuck with this and nothing's ever going to change for me. It just sucks, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I really had to rewire my brain in a sense where when I first started this, I actually started the, the 75 day, whatever challenge thing, 75 days where you, you know, you've probably seen it on Instagram and TikTok and every other pieces of social media. Um, and that was kind of the beginning of my journey that we had to choose a diet. And so, you know, for me, I've, I've always hated diet culture. I think it's in full honesty, a crock of shit. And I don't think that their lifestyle changes at all. They're more or less like, Hey, yeah, I did this diet for, you know, a month and a half and lost 10 pounds. And then that was that I gained it all back. So I think that, you know, in my head, it was, I'm not making a diet change in the sense that I'm changing just how I eat just for the 75 days. I wanted to instead find practices that felt good for me. And I wasn't going to limit myself as to what, you know, I could try. Like I was open to trying so many different things. And the one I kind of landed on was the AIP diet. So it's the autoimmune protocol diet. So for those of you who don't know, I have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And I also found out recently that I have celiac. So, um, you know, with those, we really want to be careful to avoid certain inflammatory pieces of food. So it was a really strict diet. And I felt like I was really, really restricted at first and it just wasn't working. So I kind of like went back and looked through it all. I mean, the AIP diet has a lot of like restrictions. I mean, there's very little you can eat besides like plants. And it's a lot to have to drop all these things out of our diets really quick. So I really struggled with it, to be honest. And with that being said, I more or less like chose foods that I felt like I could cut out easily. And that was really more or less like gluten and dairy that I felt, you know what, I could get rid of cheese. I could get rid of milk. I mean, not that I drink milk regularly, but you know, I was like, like little things like that. And there were options for gluten-free. I mean, right now there's more options now than there ever have been. So I took that and kind of ran with it in a sense where I was like, you know what, let me use these options to my benefit. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it doesn't make me feel better, whatever. I just cut something else out and add that back in. It's no big deal. So I went into that really, really open-minded and I've like slowly started reintroducing dairy. It's not working so hot for those of you who are curious, but gluten with celiac obviously will be a never, never coming back kind of deal. So, um, yeah, these were like really, really big diet changes that I made and I felt like they really worked for me. And, you know, I have talked about, like, I'm sure if you've talked to me at all about food ever, I'm always like, oh yeah, I'm going to cut out sugar eventually, but I'm a super big chocolate lover and I do love all things sugar. So that's another issue that we're working on currently. But I think that that's definitely one that, that held me back for sure. Um, but there's so many different ways that you can change up your diet. I know we talked a little bit about diet and inflammation, uh, episode and talking, you know, if you listened to the vegan episode, that's another good way to see a quote unquote diet. Although I hate the word diet. I think it's super, I think it has a negative connotation to it. So I try not to use it too much. Um, more or less like our eating habits, I think is, is how I would rather it be worded. 
So yeah, that was the really big first change that it was, I had to come to terms with change is okay. Change is needed. Change is going to help me feel, look, be the best version of me. So that was where I cut, you know, those things out and started reworking my brain more or less. And I think with that kind of came the sense that my workouts had to change a little bit too, because what I was eating and how I was moving was causing so much inflammation and so much pain and like basically suffering, right? Because when we're in pain, it's a form of suffering that it was constant. I mean, I would wake up exhausted. I would wake up so like achy and tired and just like not myself. And it really took a lot for me to have to like, let me rework my my thing. You know, like I, my thing was weight, like lifting heavy weights and like I would barely do any sort of cardio and it was never doing yoga. So I changed it up a little bit, you know, found some videos on YouTube, which highly recommend YouTube. I have a couple videos up there. There's lots of good ones up there to, to, you know, get you started and to try things out before like you go and pay for a certain class or a, a program, those kinds of things. Um, so that was kind of my idea was, okay, instead of just lifting heavy weights, how can I change this up and, and play with what felt good? And that was where I landed on yoga and actually running and walking a lot was really good for me because it was a way for me to connect with nature. And it was a way for me to really clear my head. I throw my headphones in. At first, it was very little running and a lot of walking. And, you know, I just slowly grew on. That. So I think it's being open to trying new things. I mean, that's kind of the beauty of life and the beauty of finding what works for us is we get to try so many things and see what works and what doesn't. And I was really lucky to have found that. And that was kind of how I led into the, the yoga teacher certification too. So, you know, I was really, really lucky in a sense to be able to connect with my body and be able to know what felt good and what didn't. And I did a lot of like journaling and things like that, or just like even mental notes. I took pictures a lot, things like that, that helped me remember, okay, this made you feel good and you slept better or whatever, whatever thing. So that was kind of the, the, the physical side. Um, and I also think that, so I went through a pretty serious separation from a significant other last year that really like triggered a lot of these changes that I was so unhappy and so sick that I knew something had to change. And it was more than just, you know, the physical, like what I'm eating, what I'm drinking. It was a lot of, I have to change who I am in a sense. Cause I lost that person, like in the whole process of being with this other human. So I spent a lot of time like reading and journaling and finding things that brought me joy. And if you've ever done health coaching with me, you'll know that we talk a lot about um, the circle of life, which talks about our joy and how we harness that from external sources and internal sources. So I found myself reading a lot more and sitting by myself in, in, in solitude is a good way for me to put that, I guess. Um, with spending more time with my family and with my friends and being out in nature. I went for so many hikes. I probably couldn't even tell you how many. I was doing so many different things that just felt good, whether it was like they made me smile or laugh or do, you know, like I just slept better at night knowing that I did something that felt good in my, in my brain. So that was a really, you know, big component as to how my story progressed was I had to find things that I enjoyed again. And that 
also, I guess, kind of led me to, you know, opening my own business that I wasn't finding joy in working for other people. And I was working a job where I wasn't really progressing. It was kind of, it was a dead end. So I felt as though, you know, maybe moving on and doing my own thing was a way that it could only either progress or flunk. And so I've, you know, seen a lot of progression and things like of that sort, but um, it's, you know, it's an adventure for sure to find the things that you enjoy. And it may take you a lot of time to figure it out, but um, it's, it's really, really crucial. Um, and I don't even know like where to go with all this. I mean, my story is just pretty, pretty not so, not so complex, but it's got a lot of different pieces and parts to it. And I think surrounding yourself with people, like I said, that you really find yourself being happier with and feeling more you is really important. So finding people that are supportive and uplifting and, you know, motivational things of those sorts. And that could even be through your Instagram feed. I found that that was really important. So I ended up like blocking certain people and following others a lot more like spiritual things of that sort. And it was just a way for me to connect more with what I found valuable than like, oh, I went to school with that person. I have to follow them. No, like I, I don't have to follow them. If they don't bring me content that brings me joy or, you know, progresses my brain, why am I going to waste my time, you know, sitting there and following them and looking through useless junk basically. So, you know, really try to be aware of your surroundings is another one. So being aware of who, you know, brings you down, who makes you feel really negative. Maybe there's like a, a physical piece that comes into this. And then remembering how you want to feel. And those people may not be able to give it to you. It may be your partner. It may be your sibling. It may be a friend. You know, if they're not bringing you joy at the end of the day, it's got to go. And that was a big part of my relationship struggles that I had was I was so stuck in this rut and so unhappy. And when you see that for yourself and other people see it and it comes, you know, it really comes to you, you'll, you'll know. Um, it's definitely, it's tough, but it's, it's so necessary. Um, so I think to take away from this, cause I'm not going to make this a super long episode today. I'm not feeling it. And that's okay. We respected that energy here. Um, to, to kind of close off, like I said, I'm not here to be like, Oh, that shaming you, you have to change your body. But I think, you know, changing your mindset and changing who you are will change your body. And I know so many of us are looking for that little bit of weight loss or just to feel better in our skin. And a lot of that does come from the mentality of it too. And it's so, so important to respect both pieces that, you know, respect your body and how it feels, but also respect your mind. And that connection between the two is really, really crucial as well. So taking practices like yoga, for example, was a really good way for me to, for me to try that. And it may work for you. It may not. Some people can't stand yoga. That's cool. I respect you. I don't understand you, but I respect you. Um, and you know, that's up for your interpretation, I guess. So with that being said, I think it's really about trial and error and being open to change. I know I talked a little bit about this in my Instagram post, so go peep that if you haven't. Um, and just really being open and, you know, available to that change too. Cause I feel like if we're open to it, but we don't like receive it either, that's, that's kind of half the, the battle. So you have to be really willing to accept it and then do it. Um, and it's just being proactive and being honest and 
it's not, un- it's not, not doable. You've got this and you have so many resources out there nowadays, myself included as ways to help progress you towards that ultimate goal, whatever that is. Maybe it's just being happier, being, you know, losing those couple pounds or, you know, not being in cro- like having that chronic pain that comes out constantly, you know, it's a good way to kind of move away from those things and into what you want your ideal self to be. So really be open and intuitive and listen to yourself, listen to the people around you and just, just go for it. Let the change happen. It's not bad. It's not scary. I, I know it seems scary, but it's not. Um, and if you're looking to connect with me in any way, shape or form, don't forget, I have my website, which is best version of you. This is the letter U, not Y-O-U best version of you wellness.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. It's best version of you wellness. So make sure you go and check those out. I am on both. Um, and there's always a good way to schedule me as well uh, with Vagaro. All the links are on my website and in on uh, Instagram. So making sure just to check those out. So that way you can connect with me if you're interested in health coaching, because basically what health coaching will do is basically what I just talked about. So we'll find things that work for you and work from there. So it's really personal and really exciting. I also have a workshop coming up at the end of July that you can pop into that you'll kind of get a, uh, a taste of what this will look like. So always just kind of keep your eyes peeled for things like that. So that way you kind of know what it would feel slash look like when, and if you ever decide to coach with me, but other than that, guys, think this is just a little little tidbit into my backstory you know it comes out throughout conversations too um but just kind of keep your eyes peeled for more episodes and always feel free to connect with me ask questions leave me comments whatever you need on instagram or email me and hopefully i will chat with you soon have a great rest of your day and thanks for listening 